What up, y'all? I'm JT, Chef Tickles, the Alaskan Sniper. I'm here with your boy, Chris Easy, Deuces Minus One, and Chris Evans. What up, what up? We're joined here with our man, Big Daddy, the boy himself, Faraz Sani. What it do, baby? Let's get into it. This is Hoop Session. First things first, getting into, uh, you know, recapping the bubble. Obviously, uncertainty getting to that part of the season. Uh, you know, don't got to dive into that too much, but Faraz, what was like your, like, your biggest experience kind of, uh, you know, adapting to watching in the bubble. Oh man. Uh, not going to lie. It couldn't have come at a better time because uh, quarantine was uh, taking a big toll. <laughs> uh, like literally working from home every day kind of gets to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Being on the West coast though, I think we get very lucky with the timing of the games. So literally, like, from the moment I woke up, from, like, I think, what time were the first games at? I think, like, 9 a.m., 10 a.m.? Like, like 10, that, yeah. They were, they were on at 1 p.m. back east. Yeah, back east. So it's, like, 10, right? So that's, yeah. like, money. Like, my work my work yeah. day is, like, an hour and a half in, and then I got, like, basketball games starting. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, living room, the living room was my office. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh. Uh, but uh, no, it, it was nice, man. It was nice having like five, six games a day, just like going on like back yeah. to back. Like you can just switch between them. Like just haven't had that. Yeah. And, it's, and, it was, and it was like every day for a little bit. Yeah. And you the know? thing is too, like the, the competition was still good, even though like, yeah. you know, most of the seeding games were kind of pointless, right? Like all the top playoff teams, pretty much it was pointless, but the, the competition was still good. Yeah, they still came out and balled. Like, that was actually kind of nice. Yeah. You know what it felt like? It felt like you're on league pass. Like, you didn't watch any games the first day, the day it happened. You're on league pass, and just the next morning, just going through your games. JT, you know, yeah. too. Like, the yeah, morning, exactly. you, you're not looking at your phone all night. You're like, holy. Like, there's so yeah, many games exactly. I can just go through at any point in time, you know? Exactly. And I think a big thing, too, was, like, you know, it was the first sport to come back. So there was, like, yeah. nothing else going on. Like, you said, for us, like, quarantine was kind of getting to everybody. It was uh, the first sport to come back. Everybody was, like, super into it. I know at work, like, they're always playing always playing the Raptors games. Like, all these jackasses asking for the Raptors <laughs> games. This and that. I have to, <laughs> I have to go change it to the Laker games. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, all I'm saying is, honestly, like, the first, like, 10 days where it was every day, it was just, like, it was heavenly. Yeah. yeah. Like just being in a conference call, like it was just on like mute in the background. And it's just like, like <laughs> they, they must have known every like 15 yeah. seconds. My eyes are just like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember sitting through like a full, a full like staff meeting, like an hour, just watching the Indiana Miami like playoff game. I was just sitting there yeah. just completely not paying attention. Like <laughs> the table's like over here and I'm just completely like watching over here. <laughs> Dude, yeah. man, come on. They they got to know. They got to know it's that's just the way it is. <laughs> man, I was just sitting there on my couch, completely unemployed because of Corona, just yeah. living life 1 p.m. to 11.30 at night. Right, on the in couch. Toronto. Yeah, so in Toronto, just sitting there, yeah, nothing so else to do. Yeah, your experience must have been uh, different then. Yeah, it was, like a it little was bit quite different. fun. I was, I was working at the CBL bubble tournament. So it was quite cool yeah. being there yeah. filming yeah. live basketball at the tournament and then coming home or like filming a practice and then coming home and then watching basketball all the rest of my evening. Like the cool thing was for yeah. me is the night games were usually the Celtics in the first round because the Raptors Brooklyn got like the 1 p.m. games. 
So everybody back mm-hmm. east was choked. I was like, yeah. you have nothing to do. You're working from home anyways. So just watch the game <laughs> at one. Yeah. But for me, like, it didn't yeah. matter because, like, we practiced at, like, one or two in St. Catharines, and then I missed that game, whatever, and then I'd be able to catch my Celtics in the evening. Usually, I think, the yeah. 6 o'clock game they were. That's so cool. it was quite – Quite a cool experience watching it. The fans, though, the yeah. fan, the the virtual fans, that thing was weird. I didn't yeah. like it too much. Yeah, the board just kept glitching. Like the the production wasn't actually there. You know, like it was a good idea, I think, but like I don't know. Did you guys ever try to like be a fan? No, I looked, I looked into it. Yeah, and it's like you have to be invited or either what's it called? Fuck. You have to be invited or like pay a certain amount of money to like go on like special areas like behind the backboard or a sideline. I see, I see. But man, I think that thing was so cheesy. Like, especially when they started yeah. putting celebrities in the stands, it's like the yeah. celebrities looked like they didn't yeah. want to be there. Yeah, Other than yeah. Little Wayne. That was dumb. <laughs> That was, that was yeah. a, I like that was classic. I think that was <laughs> the highlight of the bubble right there. All of us would have been doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least he tried to hide it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least he tried to hide it. Right? Hi, the first time he just put it down. That's hilarious. That was good too because yeah, I, I kind of had the similar experience, Chris. Like before work, you know, I would start at like two p.m. So first game was always the Milwaukee series. It yeah, was perfect. So I get to see the block. And uh, who they have first round? Orlando. Orlando, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good. So the timing like usually worked out for me. And then the Lakers would play while well I was at work, and then league passed it afterwards. You know. Yeah. 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 Like for, what do you for think would have been like? Uh, I was Go just gonna ahead. say like, what do you think would have been a better option to having the virtual fan? I honestly would have loved just crowd, like maybe a little bit of fans in the background, just quietly. But I'd love. I would have loved. Sneakers squeaking on the floors, balls bouncing, players talking trash. Yeah, for me that would that would have made the experience much better than blasting music, blasting announcer PA's, blasting fan no- fake fan noise because they were doing it. It wasn't just on TV. I think they were doing it right in the. Oh, they were doing stadium. it in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. so like in the pl- the players. So I think I listened to JJ Redick on his podcast and he was explaining it. He was like, it was so loud you couldn't hear yourself think in the stadium hmm. like it felt like a real arena but you're just looking around and there's like 20 people there yeah or almost like more than a normal game it sounds like yeah from jj so reddick right he's somebody that doesn't get rattled yeah yeah crazy because I, I definitely noticed it like in the later part of the uh playoffs in the final where like yeah they made it louder yeah they made it louder it was like actually affecting actually actually affecting them i guess that was like but, court. yeah the thing is see like i would love to hear the the sneakers and the the balls yeah. and the trash talking but like the nba is never gonna let that happen no right? chance man yeah <laughs> the players wouldn't like, let that no look yeah it's just like as soon as you hear what some of these guys say to each other then it's just gonna be like well there goes half the audience of kids like families watching right? <laughs> yeah 100 percent like yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't say what they say, but <laughs> I've heard the things they well, say. The thing, like, <laughs> it, it's all the sponsorship would go to, right? Yeah, like, you know, who knows, like Reebok or whatever, or so and so saying something. But then, but then it would be like it would be like two. <clears throat> I don't even know. Like grooms, they would know that they're that they're being recorded, right? Like, you know, yeah. when you hear them mic'd up and they don't actually say anything, 
Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they definitely tell their teammates and the other team, like people that they know on the other team, they're like, yo, I'm like that. Yo, they, def- they definitely yeah, yeah. give a heads up to people saying like, yo, like watch out. Don't say anything crazy. Cause I'm like, it could go live. Yo, for yeah. sure. But I don't There's think, they, I don't think they would like, yeah. I don't think the NBA would like actually ever post anything. Yeah. No, you I know, feel or, like, like record anything that's going to go anything bad. Right. Well, like everything would be recorded, but I think the NBA or the broadcast has final say on what gets put out. You know? Oh, okay. Interesting. Like, like I think last year, that's almost like an a NFL, like an NFL example. Last year, I think the Jets quarterback, Sam Darnold, was like picked up on a mic saying he's seeing ghosts <laughs> out there. Oh. And it went viral, and everybody's like, holy shit, like this guy's like seeing ghosts, like the defense is too good kind of thing. But then oh, NFL Films got mad at whatever the broadcast was, ESPN or something, wherever the yeah. NFL was broadcasting. They got mad at them saying, this was our footage you weren't allowed to use it because we were going to use it for the year-end video oh interesting so it's like it's a broadcast like production company style who owns ownership yeah, yeah exactly Fraz, who who do you think like impressed you the most out of the whole bubble oh out of the whole bubble Play, player, fuck, if I'm going to go with a player that impressed me the most, it's a tie. It's uh, the Donovan Mitchell-Jamal uh, Murray little matchup we had. Um, that uh, that I just wasn't expecting. Uh, it was just uh, it's like, it was a nice hit to the face. Like, got down. Uh, especially with the uh, Canadian boy. <laughs> Jamal. Jamal, man. It's finally it's nice to get a breath of fresh air after so many years of Andrew Wiggins, man, and holding out faith that you know he becomes a normal player. <laughs> Great point, man. And the they, things they're they, both really young too. That's the exciting unbelievable unbelievably young, man. Um but like it was it was the offensive output, the clutch yeah. play. Uh it was like classic playoff NBA basketball where it's one dude versus another guy yeah. just going head to head. Exciting to watch. Uh we, what I don't know mm-hmm. if any of the games were buzzer beaters, but they were all freaking close. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the one series yeah. I both probably out of 50 didn't feet. watch. Hey, I think that was the really? one series I probably didn't watch. Really? Yeah, like that's that, that's well, from the start. Go back and watch some of those games. <laughs> like I'd see highlights, obviously, and I'd be like, "Holy shit, they went off for fifty each or forty each yeah. or whatever." But like, yeah. I never yeah. actually like, oh, if it was on, I would never actually, and I missed it. I never actually would go catch up on it. So I'm like, "Oh, it's Utah Denver," yeah. and I see the box yeah. score, and I'm like, "Oh, there we go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the game of the day. Yeah, but like sure. legit, legit, like we you know we've all played basketball. It's like you know, but I like. I, lower level chris at obviously a bit of a higher level but like you know you have those games where it's just like you feel like you can't miss and like yeah, no one yeah. can stop you when it's nice it was just like yeah. these two guys were having that kind of game every night at like a level a hundred times higher than anything i've witnessed like <laughs> i played myself not like on tv but you know uh, it, was, it was like crazy it was like god damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah man some of those like those pull-ups like uh, jamal man that's the thing. They both played so well, but they both played above what we ever could have, like, we're going to expect from them. We thought, like, yeah. Jokic was going to dominate, obviously. And then we mm-hmm. thought, like, you know, what other pieces from Utah, uh, you know, with Mike Conley, how is he going to play, blah, blah, blah. And those guys just completely took over. Yeah, those think, guys were just... Do you think Jokic, Jokic and um, 
Gobert cancel each other out in that series? No. No? I think Jokic is still much better. Well, yeah, but like playing against each other sort of eliminated both of them. Again, I didn't watch the series, but like Mm -hmm. against each other, so it became the Donovan and Jamal Murray show? No, because I think when you still look at the stats, Jokic was still having like big nights. Like, I don't know. I don't think they really, I don't know. Uh, That's a good point. It was close. Honestly, it was close. It was a good matchup because Jokic obviously pulled Gobert away from the rim, right? So that allowed a lot of back cuts, a lot of driving, and one-on-one for uh, uh, Jamal, right? But then on the other side, on the on the pick and roll, anytime they put Jokic in the pick and roll, they would just lob it to Gobert. It was like no chance, right? (laughs) But, But Gobert would never get like a clutch touch. You know, no. it was always Jokic. Jokic would have like six, eight points in a row, uh, you know, get some stupid block that he gets by barely jumping and some steal. And then Jamal comes back and drops like another eight and then they win, right? It's like Gobert would like get you like six points, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, what about you? What, what, what impressed you from the bubble? Um, for me, obviously, Dame for sure. Yeah, but that yeah. we all saw that coming. I can, I feel like, I feel like we can agree on that. Like, yeah, everybody knew Dame was gonna show out and not. It's no players. surprise anymore, man. Dude, it's like watching Harden go off for thirty-five points a game. Like, cool, you did it. No, we expect yeah. that from you. Yeah. But other other um, team-wise, the Suns for sure. Like thirteen seed in the West, going eight zero in the bubble with like two quality wins over Dallas, beating the Clippers on a last-second uh, shot by Booker. Like, yeah, that was that was insane just watching them do that. Um, it's a shame they didn't make the, the playoff, the play-in game, sorry. Mm-hmm. But Memphis had – honestly, Memphis had no business being in there. <laughs> yeah, like, no. The way they held on to that eighth, ninth position – was like, come on, like you're just ruining it for Phoenix. Like, yeah, I, I love Jaws. Yeah, been in there. I love, yeah, Jaws good, but it's like, yeah. yo, you guys went two and six in the bubble. <laughs> like, why, why are you allowed to play in the eighth, like the playoffs? Like, you should, Phoenix should have been able to get in, and they lost by one point, or Portland won by one point against yeah, Brooklyn yeah. at the end, and that's why they weren't in the in the playoff. But yeah, yeah. well, Phoenix, it, it was like, uh, it was almost like a. You know, when you go to like a tournament, like we're in high school, it's like a, let's like gang up, let's go to the bubble, let's fucking run eight and zero. Like even though they didn't make it to the playoffs, I think that is like a big team that's gonna come out next year. Yeah. I think I'm like, what moves happen, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I think that was like a big, just like, like, like just similar to Denver, even you know, like Denver never uh, they only brought one personal like family member once they opened it up. For family members to come, they only brought one person, uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s dad. Like, that, yeah. they're so focused, right? I feel like wow. Phoenix was kind of like the same way, you know? Just like, let's go there, like, three weeks, see what the hell we can do, right? Yeah. My, Miami, baby. Yeah. That's exactly Miami, what Miami did. Dude. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's the team I picked that uh, was the most surprising for me out of the bubble. It's, I knew I knew that – I knew. I didn't pick Jimmy as my player, even though he's one of my favorite players, because I just I always knew what Jimmy does, and he just needed the right environment around him. And now everyone realizes that, and it's un, it's a very good feeling to have everyone eat their words. 
Locker room cancer. Locker room cancer. Oh man, it felt so good after all those guys calling him a cancer. Just shut up, man. Oh, it, it was great. It was great. But no, man. Even Melo having a good bubble. Even hey, man, hey, I'm the Hall of Famer right there. But uh, um, just that team defense, man. That chemistry uh, is tough. Um, it's tough to find 15 dudes that give 100% every minute. That's, yeah, that's buying into the system. Um, I think that's just that's unbelievably hard to find, man, where everyone is always trying their hardest. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's tough. I've never been part of a team where everybody tried their hardest. Like, every yeah. single person tried their hardest. But I was, and then you notice that. Yeah. And then I'm right. Like, fourth quarter, it's like last minute, dude's fucking played like whatever 42 minutes and he's still sprinting ah. yeah <laughs> that's like him, honestly like, yeah go jt like kendrick non man he's perfect like he was starting all year and then they put Dragic ahead of bomb and then in the bubble he was yeah, poor guy got injured. He yeah. got injured yeah he fell out of the rotation yeah. and and boom yeah. like, didn't he have, he have covid that's why none yeah, came late yeah. he had covid yeah he, I, right i swear exactly i thought he got right. i don't know yeah yeah yeah. But so that's why that, he fell you're... in the he fell in the depth chart because of COVID, and then Dragic because of COVID. Up. Yeah. But then even when Dragic went down, they were starting Hero and Robinson, and none still wasn't playing. Yeah. He played a little bit in Milwaukee series, hit some threes. He played well, but that's the thing, right? He comes out, he's ready. He's a rookie too, obviously, right? There you go. Man. Comes yeah. out, and he's just ready, man. They're just ready to play. I think Bam is the best defender in the league, like straight up. I think Bam is. Yeah. Man. Did Bam get first team or second teams? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Because for defensive player, it was Yanis. And then AD, Gobert. Um, I I honestly don't know. Kawhi, no, Kawhi. Yeah, I think it was was Yanis, AD, Gobert, um, Simmons, and Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart made first? Smart boy. (laughs) (laughs) That was two years in a row. To freaking bring it up. Two years in a row, man. All all NBA first team. Well, I think you might be right, Chris. Step- yeah. Yeah, he's right. Man. Yo, Rudy Gobert is back to back too. Yeah. So Bam second second all team for Bam. Hey man, that's unreal. Yeah. Man, unreal. The thing, unreal. Of, the thing about that Heat team is just everybody bought in. Like everybody yeah. was like, okay, I don't care if I score 50 points i don't care if i score 40 points like as long as we win we're good yeah, so it's yeah. like fuck that's crazy like that you have somebody who would be down to like give up their like even jimmy like jimmy even though he balled he out that. like yeah exactly like he didn't care if he had 30 points a game as long as his team won which they did yeah exactly for me it was the raptors and like specifically their defense Similar to the to the Heat, like the Heat kind of, you know, I think stole a little bit of thunder, or maybe vice versa, actually, because the Raptors mm-hmm. flamed out. But their defense was <laughs> ridiculous to me, dude. Like in the playing game against the Lakers, um, obviously, you know, it was, it was pretty meaningless. But like their defense was ridiculous. The fact that they could like on an inbound, they would be in zone, and then as soon as the ball gets inbound, they're just they just automatically know like that they're back to like a matchup. It's, like, so crazy, and they're just, like, throwing, like, boxing one out there, like, sending the double sometimes, picking up full court. Yeah, 
I think the Raptors defense is like insane. It's tough that they lost Marcus All now. He signed in, in uh Spain. I think Real Madrid, right? Oh, did he? Yeah. Hey, good, we, uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh so that that's a tough loss for them defensively, obviously, right? They're gonna try to replace that. Surge, I think, is uh Surge is a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he might leave. Yeah. Freddie, Freddie's gone more, too. Freddie's gone for sure. Hundred percent, he's gone. Freddie wants to get paid. Yeah. Who do you think is gonna pay him? I think. Yeah. I I don't know. I have to take a look to see who needs who needs that uh little little scoring playmaker. You know. Indiana loses Vic Oladipo. Do you think? Yeah, Oladipo leaving. Do you think? Yeah, he's Van Vliet and Brogdon backcourt Indiana. That's pretty nice, actually. Depending what they can get back from Oladipo. Yeah. It is How big is Brogdon? Yeah. Like 6'5", I think. Who, Brogdon? Yeah, I think so. He's pretty Maybe. big. I thought, I thought he was like 6'3". Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I, I thought he was always like a bigger guard. Like, that's why, you know, he's kind of mm-hmm. like slow. He doesn't really get above the rim. Yeah. The president. Be. Does Freddie get max money, though? No, no, the, no. I think the only person, like, only team that would, like, throw even close to that money is, like, Detroit. If they, like... Mm-hmm. If they're trying to do something, right, get Detroit. Yeah. Maybe they can flip Blake. I heard potentially Blake for Westbrook. That's what I heard too. Yeah, but then that like, makes sense to get Freddie. But like, <laughs> but a guy like Freddie, I think would get like in today's NBA probably like eighteen mil a year to twenty. Think so? I feel like that can't be much more than what he's making right now. No, no, I don't think he's making twenty mil right now. I think Freddie's right now is making like. Three million, four million, probably. What? Yeah, Freddie's no. still time. Yeah, is he? He's Freddy? not on a rookie contract or a minimum, right? I doubt um, it, man. He's in the league for a bit. No, yeah. man. he was in D League. He was with that nine oh five. That team that won, and then he was part of like that Dude. bench mob that whack year. Fred VanVleet right now, he's on a two year, eighteen million dollar contract that just finished. So he's making nine, nine million, million a year. Okay. Yeah, so I think yeah. he's gonna. I think he's worth double. Huh? Pushing twenty, yeah, yeah, close to twenty. But yeah. he'll probably get like a, maybe like a like a four year like eighty mil, four year like eighty five, yeah. something like that. Huh. Do you think he'll die it's out good. after he leaves the Raptors? Though that's the thing. It depends, man. If he goes to a contender and he's like the third piece, or he's like you know, he's like a piece. He you could be good, know, man. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he's tenacious. He takes big shots. Yeah, you know, like you saw when he cut he cut his face or whatever in the playoffs. Like obviously he's a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's small though. Yeah, no, he he, he, exactly. he dominated in Milwaukee though. Hey, if he went to the Bucks, yeah, that would be nice if you could just somehow flip him for uh, uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah, obviously that would never work, but that'd be unreal. <laughs> no. As much as I love Bledsoe, he's not he's not who he used to be. No, they got to get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, I love him, man. Uh, (laughs) Mini LeBron, man. (laughs) That's what they used to call him. In Clippers, he was a freak, man. What the hell? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But in Clippers, he was a freak. He was like windmilling, like he was cramming on everybody. And then he he got injured. Yeah, the build that he has, like he's juiced. Yeah. <laughs> That's still how he gets all his buckets. He just gets to the fucking rim. 
Scary Terry shut him down though two years ago. <laughs> we don't, we don't there will always be a reference. Trust me, there will cool. always be a reference. <laughs> scary Terry now. Where is he? I don't know. Charlotte. I don't care. Charlotte. <laughs> you got paid over man. there too. Poor, poor guy got know? taken over by who is it in Charlotte? Oh, uh, Devontae. Uh, yeah, Devontae yeah. Graham. He's Devontae nice. started yeah. balling out. Uh, I would like to see. Okay? I would like to see Devonte with KD. I don't know why. I've always like kind of thought that would be a nice like uh, piece for KD to have with them. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what do you anybody uh, anybody with KD would be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unreal. That leads to like with KD in Brooklyn with Kyrie. Like obviously, there's probably going to be some moves with that roster. Like, what do you think? What do you think is gonna a realistic expectation for them out of the out of the next year? Realistic expectation for next year? For for Brooklyn and KD, like for what are you looking forward to? Yeah, man, um, I think any team that has KD, even coming off coming off an Achilles injury, is automatically a Finals contender. As crazy as that yeah. sounds, yeah, I think he's uh, earned that respect of being almost like LeBron level. Yeah. Um, because I think if this injury hadn't happened, uh, this year KD would have straight up just been the best player in the NBA. Like at, at this at this point onward, I think he's just number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, next year, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to see what roster moves they do. Yeah. Because uh, who do they have under contract? I think I think Dinwiddie is very nice to have there as a backup. Yeah, he's solid. Um, man. He's, he's solid. You were saying Devontae would be nice with KD. I think if they keep yeah. Paris Levert, that's nice, man. Oh, that's unreal if they could keep him and Dinwiddie. Yeah. I, I don't know if, they, if they'll if they be able to kind of spread the wealth between those four. Is Karras a free agent? I think, hmm? uh, no. Is Karras a free agent? He might be because Dinwiddie's under contract. Yeah, I think Levert's still uh, under contract as well. Because so. if he is, that's a I think that's a nice side starting three, right? Like, Kyrie, Levert, KD. One KD. Yeah. And then fuck like Jared Allen's still nice, especially yeah. with you KD. All, like, you know, you don't have to do much. That's all the Jared rebounds Allen right there. The, Jared yeah. Allen at the five and you keep switching him with DeAndre. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Matchup based, <laughs> right? Who's the four? Who do they have as a four man? I mean coming they out don't of really the have East, a size. Yeah, they that's what they'll have to grab, right? They'll have to get some more size. Like maybe Maybe they can make a move for Horford. He's kind of on the market. That'd be a nice little Horford's contract is unreal, though. Like yeah, nobody's picking that up. True. Good point. Yeah. But maybe they yeah. could get him for maybe they could get him for not as much value because they're taking on that contract. What about yeah. Simmons to Brooklyn for Karras and Dinwiddie and a pick? But I don't think uh, Philly would do that. You don't think so? I don't think so. But for, Philly wants to, if for, Philly wants to get rid of one of the two, you're getting Karras yeah. and Dinwiddie back and Brooklyn's pick. That's so pretty nice have, for both for for Philly. I'll be honest, but but that's not yeah. But I feel like the ball in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. That's that makes them a little worse. Well, but so? you want you want Kyrie with the ball, right? Now Simmons, yes. what the hell is he going to do? So you have sure, Simmons yeah. with yeah, the ball sure. with Kyrie spotting up. That's just weird, right? Yeah, I, I just don't think it really makes sense. I think like you have to build a team around Simmons, like you do Giannis. I think that's the only way that you'll be able to like be successful with Simmons. I agree. 
Yeah. I think I think the pick and roll with Kyrie and KD is going to be stupid fun to watch. Oh, my God, yes. It's going to be unstoppable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unstoppable. I was like, what, what are you going to do? They're going to be top four in the East. Um, oh, yeah. But I think legit, it just it really matters. It really matters on how KD looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to Gilbert Arenas and John Wall, he looks unbelievable. So, well, he got injured. In <laughs> he looks like he hasn't missed those. Well, he got injured in June of 2019, right? So he's going to be playing in December yeah. 2020. So it's like year a solid, a like yeah, year and a half. Plus, he'll probably you know sit out the first like. <laughs> 15, 20 games or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, he'll probably he'll no. probably play and just dominate. But man, it's risky. It's risky though. Now sitting out with the seventy-two game season, like you Not might, true. you might fuck around and like lose five of your first ten. Yeah, and then who knows where that's going to put you in playoff seating? You know. Exactly. Yeah, you get like Dallas in the first round or something. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For me, I'm looking forward to Clay coming back and like Golden State in general, I guess. But like everybody kind of assumes they're going to be back up at the top. But with yeah. Clay specifically, man, I think he was because he's he's turning 31 this season, so he's kind of you know like peaking right now. I thought he was he was obviously dominating that game before he got injured, Game Five, after KD got hurt, he had 30 points in the third quarter. No fucking Danny Green undercut him. Just kidding, Danny Green. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Clay will be first team All Defense. Um, and same thing, you, you know, you said Gilbert Arenas and, and uh, whoever is saying KD looks good, man. I'm just going through <laughs> Clay's Instagram. <laughs> he looks he looks good, man. He's like okay. shooting, yeah, working man. out, solid. Like his legs look good. Um, and then they're supposed to have Lakers Warriors Christmas Day, so that should be really fun. You think it's going to be really fast starting December 22nd? Like, if whoever plays, there's probably going to be, what, two games December 22nd, like they usually do? Opening opening of the season, two games? Yeah, probably. Feature games. The 23rd is probably going to be stacked with just a whole bunch of games, and then 24th off, and then Christmas Day games? That That's makes sense, crazy. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about it like that, but that makes sense. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I, it's tough because there's some – you were going to speak on this, Chris. There's some teams that have had like eight weeks off. And there's some teams yeah. that haven't played in like fucking 10 months. <laughs> so it's hard to tell, right? Yeah. Like, I, I want to know who's going to be like rusty, who's going to be tired, worn out. It's really hard to tell because you're like, if you're a Hooper Hooper, like, and you love basketball or whatever, you're going to be fine. I think mm-hmm. like any of the Heat players are going to be fine going into the season. Like, Jimmy's yeah. going to be fine. Jimmy's going to play. 35 minutes game one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Teams like the Lakers, like, is Le- LeBron's going to have to play that first game because it's ring ceremony, most likely. Yeah. Then now his next game is going to be Christmas Day. You're going to have to play that game. And then what, you sit 10 games? Yeah. <laughs> but then again, you have the, then you have the league with the money saying, yo, if LeBron's going to sit 10 games, nobody's going to watch the game. So the broadcasters will be like, yo, you can't just let LeBron sit. Yeah. So I, I'm sure like, this. this I'm sure the agreement to come back on the 27th, 22nd was like directly correlated with LeBron's going to play. <laughs> I think it was mostly LeBron's decision. No, man, Six, $600 million they would have lost if they played started in January. The league. That's so it's like, million. yeah. And then you put that in, in terms of what's it called? 
you put that in terms of the player's salaries, all that shit's going to fucking go downhill. Yeah. So then, like, the players are like, do we play with a little bit of rest so we can get our season going normally and lo- and keep our money or play in January and lose a bunch of money on our next contracts, you know? Yeah, it's true. And I think a big thing also is, like, who knows what the hell is going to happen in January. Maybe yeah. some more COVID shit's going to go down and there's just going to be no season at all. I think if they get the season up and going quickly and, you know, some players test positive, I think they'll be able to handle it and keep it going. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then I, I think, like, you were saying, kind of, like, if you're a hooper, if you're going to just keep rolling, I think that's where Phoenix will kind of just keep playing off of it, right? Like, we just won eight in a row. We're pissed that we didn't make it to the playoffs. Yeah. I love Kelly Oubre, so. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently yeah. they're trying to make a play for Chris Paul, too, so. I hope he, he doesn't go there, man. No, man. I don't want him to go there. That team's cool factor would just. Oh, get oh, out of here, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> no, honestly, though, that team is so cool to watch, and you put Chris Paul in there? Come on. Chris Paul's a boss, man. He deserves to go to an uh, uh, actual <laughs> contender. <laughs> yeah, completely different team, right? And yeah. I'm most excited to watch Dallas. Okay, next year. he just like promoted their. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas, is, gonna like, Dallas is gonna be fun Chris to Dallas watch. Stay healthy. If they stay healthy, and then if the Rockets dismantle, you think of that division. Who's gonna win that division? It's gonna be Dallas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like New Orleans is gonna be good, but they're still young. They're not gonna win. Dallas Yo, has don't, proven all stars. Don't count out my Spurs, baby. <laughs> Dude, Spurs ain't doing anything. Hey, shut your mouth. They, they, they didn't do anything sure. in the bubble. Like, I'm about to get Kyle Kuzma, man. That's our future. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green for DeRozan. Oh my God! I would tell, I would call uh, Greg Popovich and tell him what I witnessed with Danny Green outside my house, man. I tell him to cut him. <laughs> I'm kidding, Danny. Love you, man. Come back to Cool Harbor anytime, bro. Come back to Cool Harbor anytime, man. Hey, that's a better Airbnb that he got his boys, man. I don't know what they were doing on the east side for first, but I got his Airbnb, Danny. Oh man, poor guy. Thanks for stopping by to sesh with us. If you like what we're doing, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell your dog. Peace.